1: Hello and welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, the leading and award-winning influence marketing agency for fashion, home and beauty brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer behavior in the digital age and of course, all things influencer marketing in right around 15 minutes. I am your host, Frida Eckholm, and today I am delighted to be joined by Lynn Gigerfeld, Influence Marketing and Social Media Manager at UT Group. Founded in 2004, but since 2020, a result of a merge between the three Nordic beauty sites, Blush, Eleven, and Nordic Feel. Today, UT is one of the top players in the Nordic online beauty space with over 25,000 brands. And Lynn has been a part of the Extraordinary Journey almost 10 years back. And today we have her with us in the podcast studio to talk about how beauty marketing has changed over the last couple of years. Before we jump into the conversation, Lynn, can you tell us a bit about yourself and your role at UT?
2: Of course. I'm from a small town, but uh, I moved to Stockholm around eight years ago with my husband. Uh, and uh, I started at uh, UT 11 years ago uh, now, uh, when it was called 11 only. Um, and since then, I have Handled a lot of different roles from customer service, site manager to graphic designer. Um, but now I am influencer marketing manager, handling uh, all the collaborations for uh, all of our sites. Um,
1: that sounds super fun. What a journey!
2: yeah it's been a journey we uh, we've done a lot of acquisitions of other companies so it's it's been exciting uh to have been following this journey um and for now we have four sites 11 uh, nordic Field, blush and Uti. so i'm handling the collaborations for all the sites and uh, in all, all the nordic countries
1: That's a lot. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Hardworking, for sure. So social media has become a a crucial platform, as you know, for both brands and influencers to connect with consumers and followers. So along with this digital development that has jumped years, I would say, due to the pandemic, uh, mostly, uh, how has the way beauty products are marketed changed if you look 10 years back up until today?
2: Oh, uh, when I first started, uh, social media wasn't a big of a that big of a marketing channel as it is today. Back then, we still used newsletters, print magazines, radio, and uh, TV uh, as primary marketing channels. But we noticed early though that social media was going to become a big marketing channel for us, so we started doing collaborations early, even ten years ago. But focusing primarily on blogs and uh, Instagram, uh, with a very small budget, uh, which worked since the influencers didn't uh, they they didn't get uh, that much money for it. Uh, they no. usually just uh, wanted products uh, as payment. So, um, which have changed now, <laughs> I would say. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, a lot more expensive uh, using influencers now, but both companies and influencers, I would say, have realized the value of uh, using social media and influencers as marketing uh, channels. So, I think the customers also are uh, using social media now as the primary uh, channel to to uh, choose what to buy they uh, they search for a product on TikTok because they want to see how it's used uh, before they buy it and uh, they trust their, the influencers that they are following uh, and want to use what they are bu- uh, using yeah. so, um,
1: it has yeah. definitely changed a lot and fun that you yes. mentioned TikTok which has really exploded and like is a top player in the social media platform sphere now, uh, competing yes. with Instagram, but still complementing each other in a good way. Yes, absolutely. They
2: are complementing each other. And I think not only for beauty products, uh, but the people use TikTok as their main um, go-to when they want to uh, do research. Yeah, on both products or restaurants or whatever it may be, so it, it it's a big uh, channel and uh, also complementing on in Instagram. Um,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: It's so easier to just buy it um, with links and such.
1: Yeah, definitely. And consumers are faced, as you said, with a lot of options on what to buy and where to buy it today. And beauty, I would say, is one of the most crowded spheres or industries on social media. Um, And the beauty industry has traditionally been dominated by, you know, the large corporations. But in recent years, we've seen a rise in influencer brands and like startups, uh, startup beauty brands, reaching very wide and almost for free uh, on on social media how how would you say these um, like up and coming brands have increased the competition within the beauty sphere and impacted duty
2: first of all I, will, I would say that it has had uh, a positive impact on us because seeing how they use social media gives us the opportunity to learn from them and um, most of the start startups are, as you said, from influencers or, or young people, and they they know how to market themselves. Um, <clears throat> but I also think that since we have almost twenty years of experience in the game, since Eleven started in. 2004, we are established on the market as a strong player with a lot of uh, different brands and products to choose from, because often the startups have a narrow portfolio of products and uh, the customers still want to, to come to us to get their favorites. Um, but of course, we are always looking into selling the influencers' products as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We have, uh, for example, Ida Vary, uh, her products, and um, we recently started selling LH Cosmetics by Linda mm. Um So we, we're, we've we're always worked hard to offer our customers the classical brands that we're all used to, um, but we also want to complement with new exciting brands that are hard to get so for the customer elsewhere. Yeah. So, but it's I, a great overall, mix. I think it has had a positive effect.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you have over, if I got it right, 25,000 products within beauty and wellness. Yes. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how do you differentiate your marketing efforts for, you know, the different product segments you have? As you said, maybe premium brands, the mid-level, and then you have the budget brands. How does the marketing differ? I would
2: say overall we're spending more money on influence marketing, social media, and paid ads for the premium and mid-level brands. The classical brands that we all know and love, but uh, of course the the budget brands uh, need to get some love too. But uh, there, we we it's more focusing on pushing them on site and in segmented newsletters to get them out to the consu- consumers that, that like those brands. Um, we focus primarily on premium and mid-level, I would say.
1: Okay. Is there any reason for that?
2: They are selling the best.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good reason. It's a good enough reason. <laughs>
2: But yeah. we also have a great dialogue with the suppliers. So we we always plan our strategies together with them and to push their brands. Um, so it, it's yeah. a mix, I would yeah. say.
1: And we talked about this a bit, but uh, TikTok and Gen Z, um, which is a big audience on TikTok, and like global beauty trends can be created overnight on that platform. It moves super quickly. How do you as like a big brand with four sites and 25,000 products adapt your marketing strategies to meet you know the changing consumer needs like now it's trendy with colored uh, blue eyeliner or now it's trendy with dewy skin and now it's matte skin
2: I would say primarily we we use the platform ourselves um and we have a lot of uh, personnel that are up to date with the newest trends, so we can quickly adapt our marketing uh, strategy. We have a content team, uh, we have a copy team, uh, and we have me, <laughs> who works with the influencers to um, that are always uh, talking to each other, making sure that we, we can push out the newest trends as well. Uh, on all the platforms, um, and making sure that we have the products that the the are talked about on on the yeah. platforms um, with our purchasing team.
1: So yeah. it's a big process, and you can't yeah. just have like one social media manager that handles you know influence marketing copy trend updates uh, TikTok Instagram Snapchat yeah you name oh. it. <laughs>
2: it takes a lot of people and uh, a good team to do it and i think that that uh, we have that uh, definitely so and a lot of young people as well so um we can stay on top of the trends
1: yeah yeah that's uh, important uh, topic because you know having the different audiences you can notice that in an office like if you have someone that is a gen z compared to older millennial you know when you talk trends like within fashion or beauty you notice the differences which is very exciting of course
2: yes i i, I really think that it can uh, differ differ uh, between the 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 personnel the in the company i um, feel like the economy team might not be on top of the trends, but uh, <laughs> we're a good match. That's really yeah.
1: important. You need every, every type of, what do you say, a football reference, every type of player on the field to, you need the defender and you need the, the person that scores the goal. So everyone exactly. is important.
2: Exactly.
1: I was thinking we should end with some trend spotting. So looking into the future of beauty marketing... What do you think we will see more of, and what do you think we will see less of?
2: Oh, tough one. <laughs> um, I think that we will see less and less of traditional media as marketing channels. Um, we've like already...
1: TV and radio,
2: or exactly. Yeah. Um, I think that we've uh, seen that already uh, in in, uh, but. And more social media, of course. Um, for now, it's Instagram and TikTok. Um, TikTok is going to be a huge marketing channel for companies. Um, and I think that as soon as they implement that you can add links simply, um, it will explode even more. Yeah. Um, but who knows what kind of new app there will be in the future. I think that when my son is growing up, there will be more like VR or, you know.
1: Yeah, the more tech, tech stuff. Now we have AI that is big. Yeah, I think many many people like... When they say, when you say you work with like social media, they say like social media or Instagram, mostly like the platform, like Instagram is not going to be forever. No, and that's okay. But there will be other things that like fill up the need for social media platforms such as Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is.
2: Yes, absolutely, and I think that the main focus in a consumer's point of view, they want to see other people use the products in order to make the decision to buy it. So an image with a text is just isn't enough, um, and it hasn't been enough uh, for for a long time now. And whether it's a mascara or a shampoo or a facial cream, they want to see someone else use it and... and uh, Preferably in a video format, I would say.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I Especially within beauty, you want to see, you know, the consistency or the colors or how it, like the feel of it and the yes. look of it.
2: Yes, exactly. And I think that companies will have to produce more and more uh, content um, in uh, in moving material, uh, as well as the use of uh, user generated content to be able to reach the customers because they don't want to see just a, a, a model with a with a script because they they want to see real people use the products uh, in order to to make the decision to buy it.
1: So yeah, that's great input. I 100% agree. I think um, it will be fun to see what the future holds and as you said with TikTok, it will explode even more. And now there are of course, a lot of brands that are leveraging on TikTok, but there's definitely not as much as it could be. I think many are like, "How do we do this? Okay, let's wait but there's a, there's a big what do you say field out there um, for many brands and industries that can be uh, taken fully almost Yes,
2: absolutely and I think I think most companies maybe overthink the use of. TikTok, because I think <clears throat> TikTok will be it, it's a platform where they just want to quickly see someone use the product. its It, it doesn't have to be like a high-end production of a, of a video. It just needs to be someone who's filming themselves with a the phone and yeah. putting it out there. It, it doesn't have to be that... Um,
1: Advanced, no. Advanced, the, bu- the beauty, yes. you no. Know, it's really the simplicity is the difference that makes the difference. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Lynn, for guesting on this podcast episode. It was so fun having you here.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It's been it's been really fun.
1: That's great. This brings us to the end of another episode of Influencer Marketing Talks. If you want to continue staying up to date on our weekly podcast episodes, influence marketing content, and of course, what's up on the consumer marketing scene, make sure you follow us on our social media platforms at Cure Media.